Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The home of the Red Sox. 93.7 WEIFM and HD1. Lawrence, Boston. Brought to you by DuckDuckGo. Search and browse more privately. Download the free DuckDuckGo app today. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. fine weekend he'll be back in a week and curtis and i on the the alumni stadium porch on september 2nd oh you, you are BC so excited for that. well you get over there we had uh went past the bc eagles they're all in the ice tubs practicing it's football season working out uh get to start to smell the grass a little bit though they astroturf over there new jeff, brand new turf. Ha- is, is jeff halfley still the yeah. best qu- best quote in boston sports oh i don't know about that best quote well, the problem is, is that you can't. It doesn't matter if you're a good quote when you don't win. Yeah, yeah, they got to win. What do they still have the same quarterback? I have no idea. I couldn't uh, name one player. Djokovic. No, I think he's gone. He is. I'm not sure. Maybe. Re- remember when, like, oh, he ruined his chance of being a top ten pick. <laughs> Zay Flowers. Where'd he go? He could be an impact he went to player. The Bal- uh, Baltimore Ravens. There you go. See, I can talk any sports. You can talk sports. We can talk Patriots and Red Sox. That's what we've been juggling this morning. The Red Sox problems. Um. You know, it's kind of been solved, kind of. I mean, you could make a case right now that this team... We don't fact, know. Cora, Cora said earlier in the week, when talking about his team, this is as good of a group as we've had since the 2018 season. I think it was specifically the, the bullpen. bullpen. Yes. But, <laughs> okay, but fine. In that year, they had a magical by manipulation the way, of the bullpen. By, by the way, the minute that he said it, that day, Whitlock blew up, and the yeah. next day, Winkowski blew up. Right, but Hawks coming back. And at that time, Sale looked good through one start. And you saw him in D.C. and no, he didn't I, look great. I, I'm not concerned about Sale, okay. despite what Chris Curry says. Oh, he was at you hot yesterday. Oh, yesterday. Oh, yeah. He was taking a victory lap. Well, this is how it works, right? I mean, like, you, I expose him on the air, <laughs> like, multi, every time I come on. And then you have the you have the forum for whatever the next five days of just to spout whatever stupid thing you're saying. And it, it, it makes no sense. What I'm saying is that with Chris Sale, it wasn't that absolutely positively he is going to be good from from the rest of the year. That wasn't what the conversation was. But the conversation was he's like he Curtis said that that the players in that clubhouse don't believe that Chris Sale will be uh, able to help them. Right. 
And which, number one, how would he ever know? Number two, it's like, of course they do because that's what players do. They see the best in these guys. Yeah, but you can't say that either. He certainly doesn't know. But no matter how many <laughs> of course, players, well, okay, stop, stop and start but right I, there. But you could talk to every player in the room, and they would not tell you if they didn't believe in him. Yeah, but I can also at least I ask players <laughs> and sort of <laughs> sort of gauge whether I not like, hey, this guy yes, agree, is, yeah. is couching it or not. It was just such a ridiculous statement. Which he, I like, can tell you, Will Fleming did not believe in him during that uh, broadcast. No, no it was unacceptable. Um, but again, so this is it's 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 he can say whatever he wants Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, outside my appearance on nine, nine to nine fifteen on Tuesdays. Does everybody out there who hears him say to say it's the stupidest take of all time? All okay, right? now we found out why Casas has been scratched. According to your boy Chris Cotillo, tooth infection. Tooth infection and Casas is out. Oh man! So does he? Eat, does he eat poorly? Has he been eating a lot of chocolate or what? He eats a lot. Yeah. I think he eats healthy. Boy, he said the first thing he gets up in the morning, he he puts the sausage on the grill. That's what he said. <laughs> I don't know if that's code or what, but it's uh, uh, yeah. So yeah. And the Patriots play tonight. We had Fitzy in here earlier, and he his number one reason to watch tonight, I believe, is City Sal. So there you go. Talked about the problems with the Red Sox at shortstop. The Patriots at tackle, those are the two big question areas, right? Can Trevor Story come back and give you elite shortstop? Tonight, can City Sal solidify the right side of the line? <laughs> I think I've just encapsulated all the key moments. So, so let me ask you this. And Cora wore the underdog shirt yesterday, so that's a no, shot. No, you, no, he's been wearing the underdog shirt. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, great. So it wasn't – actually, I don't think he wore it yesterday. Anyway, um, so when this Patriots game, we talk about who do you have more confidence in. Let's say – this this spin this forward. We both picked the Patriots. Mm-hmm. The Red Sox beat Garrett Cole again. The Red Sox beat the Yankees. All of a sudden, now the Yankees are eight games back. Maybe the maybe the Red Sox are two games back. Who knows? You're feeling good. You've 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 clinched the series in the Bronx. Yep. And then you have the Patriots, where Mac Jones plays a series. And he completes a pass. <laughs> completes a pass. <laughs> completes a pass. <laughs> he goes two for four. And Ezekiel Elliott uh, gets uh, a four-yard carry, and everyone's like, oh, I like the way his hips move. Better than that, like a two-yard touchdown plunge. Oh, they bring yes. him in short oh, yardage here it comes. for a little this celebratory. Is, this, is, this is like Michael Bishop in the in the triple option yes. all over again. And Malik Cunningham comes in and oh, stars in the third quarter. Well, this Malik Cunningham reeks of... We can go long list of preseason heroes for the well, yeah. For the he'll, he'll be on the practice squad, but he'll be have there'll be more have a discussion he's, about him. He's in the Bam Childress. He's a modern day Bam Childress. So uh, so this is what we got. I mean, this is but what that's you're left what, I, with that's right what now. I'm talking. So that's my that's my question. When Fitzy and Hart have their six ring show tomorrow, tomorrow morning, yeah. What's the talk? Like, I, well, they're not talking about Garrett Cole. I understand that, but what's the feeling? And Ken Laird, as as he's driving to Crane's I Beach think tomorrow, right. I think that yeah. how, how, how do you do you, you there'll change? Be, there'll be one Smack Jones series that will be microanalyzed because that's all we got. That plus the Thursday day two joint practice session where he looked amazing, best practice of his life. That's, and that's what has been said. <laughs> that's what you're hanging your hat on. That's what we're left with in Boston sports. I the, the little I, crumbs that you have to. Can I, can I give this to you? Go go look at Chris Sale's spring training performances. <laughs> were they, were they, <laughs> they good? They were unbelievable. Were they really? Okay. Let's go to Dylan in Boston on the phones here on the Kenny Curtis Show with Brad Fowen. Hi, Dylan. Hey, how you doing today? Good. How are you? Hey, Dylan. Just, uh, I'm good, thanks. Um, so I've been listening, and um, 
I've been thinking about the Red Sox kind of viewing themselves as underdogs, and it's got me back to thinking about a lot of championship teams. They tend to grasp onto this certain, you know, like you think a cowboy up, um, the Red Sox, uh, Boston's strong. A lot of championship teams rally around one thing. And right now the Red Sox don't have much to grasp onto or kind of unify them as a team. And I'm thinking the underdog, you know, thing is what they're doing. So there's something called the underdog effect in psychology. And it's something I learned about in school, and it's when successful individuals encounter disadvantages and doubters, and that being extremely important because when they when they um, exceed what seems to be like insurmountable odds, it drastically helps uh, growth. So I'm just thinking that they might not view themselves as somebody who they can't do it or um, they're down and out, but they might just be using this mentality to kind of psychologically put, get them a little, you know, try harder and improve. I would have, first off, that? first off, Dylan, you're an astute caller. Where did you go to school? Uh, West Virginia. Oh, uh, so I want to take oh, that class. Joe Missoula. I want to take that class, whatever it is. Do you take jujitsu? <laughs> no, no, but seriously, I want to take I, that. I, uh, the, the underdog, uh, the whatever you learn that well, about. Well, Brady underdog. played this card in like no, 2019, this, this, this and the, nobody believes. This is the this. point. It's not Brady. It's the entire. I remember those Patriots teams. Those undefeated. They the, would. The they would Wiggins, have. They hate us because the Rodney. Offices? The Rodney Harrison on his locker having the printout of the the picks the you know and one person picked against the Patriots. Look, see, see, yeah. But here's the difference, Dylan, and and what you're talking about. What the, what the Red Sox are going through. I don't think Heim Bloom did this because of whatever your West Virginia professor taught you. I think it was just a slip of the tongue. I think it was like he was he was citing something that he shouldn't have cited, which was looking back at the beginning of the year instead of the reality of the here and the now. And because he did that, this is where Cora takes over, and he can say Jason Veritek put this T-shirt in his locker. Well, there's a lot of T-shirts that he could have put in his locker that he wouldn't be wearing. So uh, yeah, so I think you're on to something. And a cool other cool fact, um, I went to college when Joe Missoula was there, and I actually took a one-credit basketball course, and um, I was in class with Joe Missoula and uh, Joe Alexander. So I kind of got to meet him and hang out and play basketball, which was really fun. Cool. What did you think of Missoula? Um, he was nice. He was quiet. Him and Joe kind of stayed to the side. They didn't try very hard. They would just stay up for the credits, but then they would, like, turn it on for five minutes and just start stuffing everybody. It was it was a good time. A one-credit class? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, awesome. it was one credit, and it was an easy A, but... Um, yeah, it was it was just kind of the, if you needed a few more credits to graduate, I take a, I took frisbee for one credit. My dad was not happy he had to pay for that. Wow. Uh, well. did, did Huggins coach the class? <laughs> no. <laughs> you definitely no, no, see no, Huggins we, coach. We, that yeah, one shows up halfway through. Uh, <laughs> all right. Can anyway. I can I tell you so when I was at Springfield College, they had such great classes. So I have a minor in coaching. Like a minor in coaching because you take all these So I took football coaching class. And my final was doing a paper on the forty-six defense. Wow! Right, the legendary forty-six. Exactly. Yeah. Which my you fa- should help Wiggy out. Which my parents it. were probably not thrilled about. Me Can you be on Wiggy's staff? Uh oh! Has Practice he has, starts. Last I heard, he didn't even have a staff yet. Right? No, he had a big, he's a big staff. Oh, he does. Oh yeah. Any notable like, guys? I don't know. We'll find that out. Oh, this is going to be so delicious. Melanie and Lynn. Hello, Melanie. Hey, how are you guys? Good. How are you? Not bad. Um, I just had a tattoo to bring up um, from the 70s and 60s. Okay. 
uh, Glamai Dynamite with um, the bank robber with her dog Precious. What? I've never heard of these shows. Glamai Dynamite. She rode a scooter and um, she used to rob banks. And uh, she had a little <laughs> dog in the back. And he, she go, oh my precious. And he goes, <laughs> under his breath. You know? I that swear. sounds cool. I'm going to go watch that. Yeah. All right. There you go. I have no idea. Again, these all the shirts of, that Cora can choose. A lot, from. <laughs> a lot of a lot of uh, hallucinogens going on it's with the creation of these show. cartoons. No doubt. Danny and Quincy. Good morning, Danny. Good morning. How are if, you? If Jermaine, Wigg- if Jermaine Wiggins is listening, Wiggy, best reggae band in the history of reggae. Third World, September third, Sunday. Blue Ocean Cafe, Salisbury Beach. All right. All right. Wow. He loves the beach. You got my cell phone number, Ken. Give it a wig if he wants to go. I'll ask <laughs> All right, I will. Wait, is that you have All a right? cell phone number? Of course. All right. <laughs> you got my number. <laughs> what was that? 49-year uh, Yeah, Don't laugh, Brad. You'd be lucky to have mine as well if you want. Uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, see that? I got you laughing, Bradfo. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> okay. Anyway. Um, but, Ken, you know, 49-year relationship with Third World, by the way. I get all access passes for everybody <laughs> if you want them. All right? Backstage. He's going to be using anyway. that number now. That, I made, yeah, it's good. Man. I make no money on anything. They're just a great band. Cat Core, best league, one of the best league guitarists, top ten in the, in, in the world. I got it. I'll pass right? it on. Like, just like Carlos Santana. No no difference. Anyway, um, you were talking, uh, just one thing on, Sh- on Schwarber. You said uh, High and Bloom should be taking a victory lap. Yes. For Kyle Schwarber. You know, he did help the Phillies get to the World Series last year. 46 home runs, uh, 94 RBIs. Yeah, one, yeah that, that was a stupid comment. He's Ken. hitting 180 as a leadoff hitter. Yeah, but what, what, what are you going to do? You're going to hold your breath to wait for like him to falter so I and Bloom can take a victory lap? The Red Sox could have used him last year. Yeah. It was one of the biggest mistakes they made was getting rid of Schwarber. No. He couldn't. They he's needed a the guy he like hit, that. He hit 218 last year. I know, but he, I just said 46 what? home runs, well, 94 RBIs. What's his that war? That means they all counted when he got a hit. Am I right? He had a, war of, he had a war of three. This year he's got a war of one. 32 home runs. Okay. And he stinks okay. defensively. Absolutely a liability. Have you seen him play left yeah. field? Oh, yeah. He helped the Red Sox when he was with them, and he would have helped them last year. All right? Well, last year they had so no power, so they needed him more last year. This okay. year they've got the power. All right. Okay. Now the other thing, Ken, yeah. you know, when you pair up, when you're not there, you really have uh, a tendency to pair up two dinks dishing last week with with Judge Curtis and Andy Hardo. Okay, <laughs> all they did was trash. They made up lies. Well, at what I said, Billy O'Brien gave Zappy absolutely nothing to work with uh, as far as play calling in that first preseason game. It was wide screen left, wide screen right, shotgun handoffs, which should be outlawed in the NFL. They are the worst play you can call uh, for an offense. That's it. And then he got excoriated. Zappi got excoriated on Monday morning. Okay? And then Wiggy comes in and says the play calling sucked, just like I said. <laughs> and Curtis says nothing. Nothing. Uh, Curtis typical. turned into it turned, he turned me into saying the play calling sucked by the great Billy O'Brien, the, the guy that you think is going to come in and, and save the team. Okay? Wiggy says the same thing. Curtis says I, I want a trick place. I wanted razzle-dazzle Josh McDaniels trick plays. That's what he said I said, which is absolutely bullcrap. Bailey Zappi 
They would. They 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 put the handcuffs on him last week. You're right. It was about the only that. reason I wanted to watch that preseason game. Well, tonight that they should do him. They should do him well tonight and let him open it up a little bit. Give Zappy a chance tonight. I mean, it's okay. So who's going to get the reps tonight? Well, Zappy will get a quarter at least, maybe two. Okay. Well, we'll see. I mean, I, I, I will see. I mean, if Billy O'Brien, I mean, this guy is being, uh, he's being, I don't know what he's going to do, but deified. he's being called the savior of the yep. team. Go yes, ahead. he is. No, you're right. He's being deified. And and you're right about Zappy. What if, you said spin listen, it forward? Listen. What if Zappy and Bill O'Brien light it up tonight can, as a tandem? Can we got to go to a break? You can yep. call Danny later to continue the conversation. That's a good right? conversation. I know. You should continue. You call him. You have his number. For Zoko, did you have something to add here? I was just going to ask you guys if you think they're going to open up the offense a little bit because Zappi was what twelve for fourteen last time, but they're all short pass. Like, do you That's see them Danny opening? Do you see yes. them opening it up at all tonight? Because Fitzy came on and said Mac Jones threw what fifty-one yard touch. Like, do you see anything like that? Airing the yes. ball out, going yes. deep. Yes. Yeah, Zappi tonight. I don't understand why they don't play these guys more with the limited number of preseason games. Sort of baffling of to me. The joint practice era. All right, let's you get to You love the joint practice. I do. Wiggy just loves the joint. Let's get to what is trending for Zoka. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Type that into your app search, then download. This is Ken and Curtis on WEEI. Theme going here today, That is a summer song. That is a summer gem right there. Can't get enough Marshall Tucker on a summer Saturday. So I'd say just roll the windows down when you're up at Ipswich today. By the way, Bradfoe, happy 15th anniversary at WEI. A little belated, but I would just like to say congratulations on your tenure, your expertise. Well, longest, uh, other than Doug Lane, hmm? I believe I'm the longest. I mean, I'm not counting Greg because he was at AAF. Right. 
by the longest-serving uh, WEI employee. I think it's something to be proud air. of. On the air. Yeah, well, I, I was very proud of it. You were proud. You should be proud of no, it. No, I was. And you didn't get was, much for it. No, uh, I was super proud of it. I, I understand you were very proud of it. I was super proud of it. I went through it. this with Jerry. He was, whatever, 25 years, and he got nothing. <laughs> he wanted a watch or something. He was very upset. So if you'd like to go on that same rant, I'm, I'm happy to do it. Uh, Instead, I get ripped by Chris Curtis on the air. For, for a reason, by the way. If I, I don't even know why he was saying. I know he's not here today because he is sensitive, sensitive about being wrong. Um, but I would say this is Chris Sale in his two starts since we started this conversation, since he came back. Mm-hmm. You know what the opponent's batting average is? 200. 100. Whew. Yeah, I think that's pretty good. <clears throat> yeah, but you've got to admit Wednesday was shaky. He, did, he gave up two runs, two earned runs. Yeah. He had there was a flood. There's an error behind him. I I agree, but he was walking just, Jeter down. It's like this is when you, when Will Fleming is worried. I'm worried. Okay, I, I no. He was he was upset about the Jeter down. Well, yes, he walked the number nine hitter twice, and he Alex Cora said he got squeezed. And then the but bullpen we could, we imploded. honestly couldn't. I don't know if you know this, but the broadcast booth in Washington is very high. I saw. I see, see <laughs> you can't. Yeah, tell. Good idea. How about a slinky next time? Can we recreate the slinky? I experiment? don't. How would I use a slinky in case people don't know what Ken's talking about? The stands at Target Field in Minnesota, the bleachers, are insanely steep. Right. Because they had to fit it on this street block. And so I said, they are so steep, I bet a slinky can go down them. So I went up there one day, one year and with a slinky. With This is what has got you 15 years of employment. <laughs> these, these are the kind of this ideas. Is, I like having fun, man. Like, what's, what's wrong with well, it? Right, just, I'm just saying. Yeah, so. Recreate it. Let's get it. Let's get great it. content. I mean, well, what? What we gonna drop the slinky from the sky? It's high up. What? That's not it's the same a thing experience. as Minnesota. Like, no, no, there's stairs. This is like, this is like a drop. I was worried that Will was getting so upset he was gonna jump out the window. <laughs> he was upset. Well, that's part of the reason you and I are both skeptical of the Red Sox. At least for me, the sale equation is there. I'm not gonna go Chris Curtis on you and say nobody in the room believes in him. But they need, because Bloom did nothing at the deadline, they need Sale to be a legit starter. They need Sale. They need Bayo. Cutter Crawford tonight. Bayo, Crawford, you know. And, Hulk Monday. Yeah, all these guys coming back. It's the same conversation. It's fine they're back, but was it too late? Because you have to ease it. It's, to me, that's. And now Casas is out with a tooth infection. I know. Listen, you could. It's, we knew this was coming. We knew that at some point there was going to be a tooth infection. We, we did. I don't know, but when when you when you say all these guys are coming back, we've already had these these lessons, right? How you can't just assume that all of a sudden, boom, there it is. Trevor Story, he's not playing today. He went. He's was over the road trip so far. It's been good defensively. That's fine. You have Whitlock the other day blowing up. You have Sale, who I, I think that the reason his velocity was down because you, you just blew a gasket trying to throw five innings of no-hit ball at Fenway Park. So, yeah. Yes, for Zoko. But, Rob, isn't that what's frustrating about them not adding at the deadline? Because their whole thing was that we're getting these guys back. But even when they come back, even when they're ready to go and healthy, they're still not going to be 100% yeah, yes, of what they were. That's what I meant. That's what I said. Yes. But Lou foreshadowed this, as as maybe others did as well. Yeah. But Lou said, look, you're going to get these guys back. They're not going to be out of the gate what you're right. expecting and, them and, to be. And, and, and as I said, too, at the time of the deadline or leading up to the deadline, there is no other time that I remember where the first three weeks of August were going to be so important. And they are. I mean, every single game feels like you're on the edge of, of falling out of contention. Yep. And, and so you have to put your best foot forward. And they certainly, and they're, you know why they're, it's this way? It's because you let 
this happen against Toronto. You let this. You pitched Mauricio Yovera in a high leverage situation against San Francisco. Uh, what were they thinking with that? It was just another dumpster dive. It was like a shot well, in the dark. It's, it's, it's uh, once again, it's it's a guy that you're you you hope that is going to work out. He's good stuff, but it's that's, the Pablo Reyes, Brendan Bernardino. Yeah, and you attempt. hit you hit on you some. Hit on you hit on a couple, but. You can't, you can't be trying this out at key moments like that. At the same time, as I say again, Bloom should be holding the Yankees up, and the Mets too, both New York teams, since they're in the Bronx today. Look at the money wasted to try to build the Mets and the Yankees into a legit contender. They are both embarrassments. The Yankees are going to be, I mean, I don't know what they're going to finish here. This is like the first time in 20 years they're going to be under 500, right? Yeah. They are bottoming out. Yeah, they're terrible. It's so, the first time since 1995 they're under 500 in the month of August. There you go. But you know, but at the same time, at their defense, it's like if you don't have, if you don't pay the money to get back Aaron Judge, holy mackerel! Right. Yeah. What, what yeah. does that team look like? Right. And and you're right because I think that there are so many teams that are doing well while not spending that sort of money that it empowers these other teams, including the Red Sox, yep. say, hey, look, this is what we can do. Because when John Henry brings in Bloom, it was the idea of the Tampa Bay Rays, right? It was the idea that they're winning all these games and they don't have to pay as much money as we're paying. This is the way that the game is going. So, fine. I mean, fine, but but the problem is, is that are you able to sustain that? Are you? Are you able to do it? The Baltimore Orioles are really good. I don't know if you know this. I don't know if you follow the standings. But it took them, you know, six years of nobody in the crowd, of of just everyone just... just Dan Duquette suffered the ultimate price. Did you you read the Shaughnessy column about him the other day? No, I didn't do it. So he basically was saying, why can't we get good GMs like that? And went on to praise him for building the first Red Sox World Series team and building this current Baltimore Orioles team into a championship. But in between there, they wasted a lot of money on Chris Davis, and they won like 45 games one year. I mean, he deserved to be fired, right? Yeah, but th- we can play this game all over. We can play it now with Dombrowski. If the Red Sox do a- play well with Dombrowski, all the guys, the young players that are coming up, they were drafted or signed by Dombrowski. Ben Sherrington, okay, you know, there was a lot of guys that he didn't trade. He didn't trade Mookie Betts. So that allowed them to, to keep him for that 2018 run. Yep. But it's – uh. But I, I just think that you can't do that in Boston. Like, if if they take a turn for the worse here, and maybe, like, this is the saving grace, the Yankees are so bad because they won't finish last. But if you take a turn for the worse and you finish, if you go through September without hope, at what point do you do what this ownership group has done at every other point when you but, face this? But the Yankees being bad gets them a get-out-of-jail-free uh, card for the year. I'm telling you, oh, it you helps. Really? It helps. And the Mets, that while well, at least Bloom should be playing this card, he should try. Look how bad the Yankees are. Look how bad the Mets are. Why isn't he doing that? Look how bad Schwarber's hitting in Philly. Well, what's he going to? What's he going to say? <laughs> look how look how crappy these other teams are. Yes, that's what he should. Well, do. I mean, the Phillies are in the playoffs. Look at Casas. Look at Duran. We're coming. We could have traded these guys. But, we didn't do it. Well, the Dodgers. I don't know if you know this. The Dodgers have a big payroll. Well, the Dodgers are a bad example. That's the Do- why this, the Braves next weekend is a bad weekend for Bloom. He should stay out of sight. <laughs> I, that is a we've already weekend. we already both we already bought the uh, the baseball isn't boring bought the billboard thanks for Connor Wong Dodgers are you going to get J D J D Martini oh, I got him at the All Star no no on Friday at your event oh maybe I, I heard that the, so the Dodgers I already got the inside story is that the Dodgers video people are, are following around J D and Mookie that day oh boy, <laughs> oh, boy. and Mookie 
Mookie, so I asked him. And Kike will be in there, asked, too. He'll, I, Kike I, will interject himself in there. I asked, I asked Ryan Brazier, by the way, maybe the best player of them all. So, that uh, still baffles me. Uh, well, I don't blame Bloom for that. I am done with Brazier. He may be what? like the greatest reliever of he all time. He is the greatest reliever. Uh, I don't believe so, it. So he went to the Dodgers, and they said, here, learn this new pitch. Okay, and now he's really, really good. <laughs> there, there's a Ryan Brazier well, story. Well, that's a Dave Bush issue, then. But I asked Mookie at the All-Star game, how have you changed since Boston, he's like, I have a podcast. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Let's go to Allison in Cambridge. Baseball is a boring. Good morning, guys. Hey, Allison. Hi, Allison. Good morning, guys. I just wanted to say that I, I don't want to talk about any other team. I want the Red Sox to be the best version of themselves. And Heim has done things that has kept that from being. That ridiculous things like not having a shortstop, and not having a first baseman, not having a closer last year. Bringing in people, instead of keeping people who want to play here, like Oshawa Burr and Xander, who, 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 who play hurt, who he's brought in, everyone he's brought is flawed. And that... I, I don't care about about other people. I, I don't care to have somebody say that Xander isn't doing well in San Diego. The fact is, is that he was the right person for us. And I, I just, and that, and then complimented, I, the reason I think that the ownership aren't going to do their normal letting people go because things aren't happening or, 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 or we're not doing well enough, is I, I think that John Henry is not connected to the team emotionally anymore. I think that he's perfectly happy just to have it just keep running. I, I, I think that he was hurt. I think he was hurt by players that we lost. I think he was hurt. I mean, you probably even heard him to fire Dave Dombrowski. I mean, they were friends. I mean, I think that he's emotionally detached from the team. I mean, him and, and Robert Kraft cannot be more different in terms of the way they feel about the team. And I think that when people aren't emotionally connected, then they could just let it just run as a business. And we can always have tourists go to Fenway or have a lot of Toronto Blue Jays fans or Dodgers fans there. And I just think it's really sad. As I said, when Xander, when we lost Xander, it's like we lost the soul of the team. And it's like to compare this year to 2013, I mean, Rob, you always bring up the core thing that we had the core then. But also, it was the Boston Marathon bombing. I mean, to compare this team without a soul to a team that had the most soul ever. Is just hurtful. Anyhow, take care, guys. Okay, good. Yeah, good thoughts there, and that echoes what John the caller was saying earlier. They need Lucino back. They need somebody with fire, competitive spirit. Well, this comes back to you mentioned the Lucino thing, which is I think people get worked up over the trade deadline, no matter how it works out, because you want to be perceived as the team like they were with Dombrowski. They want to be perceived as the team that's going for it. And right, this, but again, they they don't even do that well. They could have easily. Bloom should have said, "We are going for it. We didn't trade Paxton. We could have done that. We didn't trade Turner. We could have done that. We believe in this team. We're keeping these guys together." Instead, he throws out the underdog thing. It was so bizarre. Yeah, he gets in his own way. Well, I, I, I he needs th- me as a PR guy. Well, the the explanation for the underdog thing too is. Just oh, as bad, but terrible. but I, I I don't want to. It wasn't, and people say, "Well, you get caught up in one word." I'm not getting caught up in one word. I'm getting caught up on the mentality. Well, Cora is. He's got the T-shirt. Yeah, I know. On. Well, again, it's it's a goof, right? You know, but it's fine. It's I like we like stuff like that. Cora's going to try to get him fired. The, who has John Henry's ear? Because I bet you in the off season. Oh, I think Heim Bloom has John Henry's ear. Really, Rob? Can I ask you a question? Even you if may. They- even if they do fire Bloom, wouldn't they just hire Bloom 2.0, like meaning another guy no, with that because, kind of philosophy? Well, no, because I think that not necessarily. It's because I think that the what we've seen from the John Henry ownership group is this course correction at every step. And th- this is actually riding this out a lot longer than normal. But, you know, cited this a million times. John Lester leaves. 
you have the five aces, and then you have to pay $40 million more for David Price. You don't get Jose Abreu. You get Ruzne Castillo. You need bats after everyone else is getting bats. Well, you get Pablo Sandoval and Hanley Ramirez. You go down the list. You know, Dave Dombrowski... He doesn't make the he, – he, you know, they, they do poorly for half of a season, you're gone. You know, so they've been more patient, but I think the patience is running out. And I don't – and I've heard the same thing that other people have said. I don't think the ownership group was tremendously happy about how the trade deadline went down. Uh, I think a big part of that is because of the reaction of the fans – the people didn't want to see just Luis. Then why don't they make that clear then? If they're unhappy, there's no sign of it. If they care, well, they're not showing as, it. As you, they did, as you have cited many times, John Henry didn't have a problem, or at least we don't think he had a problem, making it clear his thoughts on that field in London at the end of June right? about Dave Dombrowski. Right. And he was yelled at at the Winter Classic, and he reacted, and they signed Devers. Like, they should be thumping their chest over that. Yeah, So, but this is this is... This is going to be interesting. I don't think Bloom's going to get fired for the start there. I think that they're going to go into this, and what you're going to see, forget Otani, the guy that everyone be, should be focusing on is the guy Yamamoto. They are, like, all in on this pitcher. This, he's going to be 25 years old. They scouted him in extensively. $100 million? $200 million. Ooh. Yeah, no, he's, he's, he's legit. He's in, he's young. So it's... So this How would you grade Yoshida in terms of a signing? Like A plus or just yeah, like I mean, B? Yeah, I, I think that I, I he's exactly he, – he's landing at exactly what I thought he could be, which is a good player but not a great player. Yeah. He's a limited player, right? He's not a great fielder. Okay, he's a slow yeah, runner. Yeah. Uh, he's a streaky hitter, but he's landing – he can be an important part. I said this before. I'm wrong about a ton of things, but I, I compared it to J.D. Drew. J.D. Drew, like in that group – well, he's a good player, but was he a superstar? No, he wasn't. But in another part of this is the farm system. Like everyone talks about the farm system, about the next wave, the next wave, the next wave. Well, to me, it's getting a little uncomfortable in that respect too, because Marcelo Meyer sitting there, and this isn't a knock on him. Double A is a hard level, and he's hurt. But you are having a lot of players, more and more players from that first round enter into the major leagues. So, including a high school shortstop. From San Diego, who was drafted, this guy Jackson Merrill, who a lot of people think are going to be called up by the Padres. Well, the Angels called up their first-round pick yesterday. Yesterday, right. That's unbelievable. And, and, you know, you have the pick from last year. You have um, uh, Romero. I want to say Eddie Romero. It's not Eddie Romero. Mikey Romero. Mikey Romero, another shortstop, who hasn't been able to get any traction because of this back injury. So, So it's like you can talk about having more decent players, but you have to start finding the impactful players that so many of these organizations Pablo Reyes. are finding. <laughs> yes, yeah. I mean, like, this is, but this isn't this the problem though, Ken? Where Pablo Reyes is the example of the John Schreibers, of the Brendan Berardinos, of the Garrett Whitlocks, of these yep. guys yep. where you hit on them, so we can keep doing that. But what happens when it doesn't work? Right. So anyway, let's go to go. John and Garter. Hi, John. Good morning, boys. Uh, now, I'm a tad older than everybody on this line, but uh, in, going back to the 60s, there's the great Foghorn Leghorn. Oh, oh no, yeah. that's a classic. Foghorn that's Leghorn. a separate Matter of fact, here's, him, here's Curtis to Ken. Now, come on, say, cut that out. What's it all about, boy? <laughs> yeah, that's what I have to deal with, four hours of Saturday. It's a, it's, it's a reprieve. <laughs> you, want a Curtis? you want a Curtis to Danny? Uh-huh. One more. There you go. <laughs> Go away, boy. You bother me. 
<laughs> anyway, I thought that would be was funny, that, but I guess uh, not. This is, I would, John, did you call in when they were talking about eight tracks on the morning show? <laughs> well, here's one for you, Bradford. This is Joe Kelly to you. I keep pitching them and you keep missing them. <laughs> Can there I do one go. more for Danny? Here's Danny the Curtis. <laughs> this is like sour shoes. You're way off. I say you're way off this time, son. All right, enough of that. Uh, Rob. <laughs> I don't criticize Heim because I think he's doing John's bidding, okay? He's just doing what he got hired for. In three years, are some of us who have been critical going to say, damn, this guy's got the franchise where he said he wanted it to get, and they're going to be a, an ongoing uh, commodity that's good now and good going year by year. Yeah, I mean, Bloom, if he, Bloom has the owner's ear, the core is in trouble. He's going to have to quit. He's not going to take this for multiple years of this. You have to get play. I mean, the manager doesn't care about two guys coming up in two years. That's what I mean. Yeah. It's just, so you, you, you have to, and there's been times that this year, this is the problem. Yeah. Like this team that's running out there last night. Sure. You can win with that team. But the problem is, is there's been too many times this year where you played guy, Bobby doll back at short or, you know, or you have the Kike Hernandez at short. And I don't know how much uh, chorus had to say, well, Hey, Kike can play short, but this is the problem, right? And in and, and Toronto series, having to start relievers two of the three games, that's where, we're, that's where the division happens. Let's take this call. Let's no, go. We're up against it. Oh. We'll take the call next. And I, do, I want your quarterback breakdown tonight. Who should play? Ooh. Zappi, Mack, Malik Magic, Trace McSorley. Who gets in? Who should? Why? All right. A little Pat's preview before we hand it over to Joe Wild on the Red Sox pregame show. From the Rubenstein Law Studios, 1-800-BOS-LEGAL. This is WEEI, New England Sports Original. Get Boston Sports Original on the go wherever you go. Just download the Odyssey app. We're right back to it. Ken and Curtis on WEEI. There you go, Brad. Well, there's another. This really should be your anthem for the weekend. It is my anthem for the weekend. You are a bachelor this weekend. Yeah. That is amazing. What are you going to do? What are you, I mean, I, you clearly have lost track of my existence. Well, I know your existence. I know you're not alone very much. You have a lovely wife and kids, and so you're busy my kids, all the time. My kids are they're gone. Okay, so, I mean, you're an empty nester, but now the wife's out of town as well. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. So, like you could do anything. I can, I it's the world is cra- it's like almost the crazy. hub is your oyster. Six one seven 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 nine seven nine three seven. What should I do? <laughs> well, you should watch the Patriots today. Uh, I sure. was I was telling you first. I so as I was like tuning in sporadically to the Red Sox. I'll just be honest about that. Yesterday, I <laughs> I deferred to the Mary Tyler Moore documentary. How was it? 
I like documentaries. <laughs> yeah. Like so, I like what's. Yeah, and I mean, you're all over Hard Knocks. You've like abandoned the Red Sox entirely. Well, I watch Hard Knocks for Hard Knocks. And this Mary is Tyler actually Mordocks. a good Hard Knocks. I mean, it's good Hard Knocks. Although, as Fitzy said, it is crazy. I so you go through the first one. And you're like, okay, they're propping up Aaron Rodgers. And then they come back the second one, and they're still propping up Aaron Rodgers. And it's it's like it's exhausting how many people he knows. More than half of these shows are Aaron Rodgers catching up with old friends. Oh, man, yeah. Do uh, well, you think they'll be any good? It's your hunch after watching Hard Knocks. Well, you watch it, and it's, and it's, almost, it's like awesome. brainwashed. You're like, how can they not be good? Patriots at Jets week three, 1 o'clock. That's a great one. Yeah, if, if you watch Hard Knocks and you listen and you follow up through the Patriots the way we do, like the, the, the Patriots will lose by 40 points. They also took a shot at the Patriots, their defensive coordinator, if you heard that clip. Which was, which was that? You have that? It's the mantra of our defense. Make a mother every yard. Do my job. Is that good enough? No. That's the rest of the NFL, isn't it? Do your job. Do your job. F- that. Do your job. Then now what? If we all do our job and a f- little bit more, that's 22 playing. <laughs> all right. <laughs> that's so, a shot. so I like that for uh, you know, you talk about people coming off well and not coming. That defense coordinator is a har- such a hardo. He's like, he's the epitome of. He presents the good face of being like everything you want in a football coach, mm-hmm. and someone's going to put forty up on him. Like, well, how does that happen? You just gave speeches like that. Is that Ulbrich, Jeff Ulbrich? Yeah, it's he has his hat backwards. He has a nice beard. He swears a lot. You know, all the all the key but components. Sala seems like that too, though. Hardo. No, not like this guy. Yeah, Sala is Sala. This is like looking at like this isn't this. Aren't we really good? <laughs> aren't we really good? Oh my goodness! Like. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, if I, there must have been ten times in Hard Knocks where they have Salah like turned into somebody like, can we? Can you believe we have Aaron Rodgers? I mean, <laughs> well, it's like this guy. Nobody on the planet can make a throw like that. The leap from their quarterbacks to Rodgers and Patricia to O'Brien, it's got to be just stunning. Now, Frizzoco, you mentioned Mike Reese to back, back to the Pats. Uh, tweeted this morning that he is not expecting much of anything from the starters, right? Yes, he said uh, this morning just before eight a.m. He said um, not expecting much. If anything, from top group, and then he talked about Marte Mapu being cleared for, um, for contact. But yeah, basically saying that if they're gonna play, is this is how I read it? A series, maybe two. Yeah, maybe right. none. Maybe Get, none. So, so Mac may not play tonight. We like lists. Give me the so the top three guys I want to see play in this game. Yeah, well, Mac should be one. Mac but he's should, not gonna no, play. Yeah, but Ezekiel Elliott, I want to see play. Right, well, the running back still hooks you in for the intrigue factor. He's a new player. Yeah, well, I guess. Yeah, you want to see what kind of he, he explosion has, he has? He has to stop wearing half shirts. <laughs> he has to stop doing that. Okay. Don't you think? You wear the flat brim cap that's bent up. I mean, it takes 20 years off. Hello, fellow kids. <laughs> I skateboarded here. You didn't know that? <laughs> yeah. By the way, uh, can I just say something? Yeah. McFarland. Oh, there you go. There you go. We haven't, yeah, you haven't said it. You haven't got it. Oh, by the way, I mean, let's read it, too. Uh, we have a big rivalry game coming up today. McFarland. Uh, well, McFarland uh, may be sponsoring your podcast with the Dodgers. I don't know about that. Are they? Are that? Is that? Uh, oh, McFarland sponsors everything, in the, and for good reason because they're the best. McFarland. Okay, but today it is the greatest rivalry in sports, and it's brought to you by the Lexus Golden Opportunity Sales Event. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Garrett Cole on the hill, opposite Cutter Crawford. And if you're just joining us, the Red Sox had to scratch Tristan Casas because of a tooth infection, so that's not great. And Turner's playing first. I was watching the Joe Mazzula doing Taekwondo. Jiu-jitsu. Oh, sorry. Whatever it is. He's at the Gracie gym. I mean, does that prevent him from calling timeouts? <laughs> well, no, honestly, I, I watched some of it on SportsCenter. He thinks it will make him a better coach 
because he's comparing the art of jiu-jitsu to learning how to adapt to situations in the middle of the fight. So he's comparing it. This has to be a Celtics uh, I push hate, I hate that. to make him likable. I, 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 I hate that. You know what makes you a better coach? Being a good coach. Taking a minor in it at Springfield College? <laughs> Taking a minor. I can, listen, no one could run, I can run a 46 defense right now. You want to? I would trust you more than Missoula coaching the Celtics. I so we had, we had also a uh, baseball coaching class. Where, where? So you had like separate sports. You had to, oh, learn yeah. how to coach every. I had sport? basketball coaching class, baseball coaching class, football coaching class, principles and problems of coaching. <laughs> I have a coaching minor, so it's baseball coaching class. We we literally went out and learned how to do flip down sunglasses. They would take us to the baseball field what and learn how to use this degree. Is black, I mean, I, I always knew I, it. Eye black and flip down sunglasses and how to bunt. Did you have to wear a suit like? Uh, Coach Nolan did for a little while. They had the, the suit phenomenon. <laughs> no, on the no, the football coaching class was definitely like, "Hey, football players, come on in. We'll give you some credits for doing nothing." Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, I was. Yeah, so it's. Uh, oh, I love. They it. had a football team at Springfield College. They have a football team. You good? They're awesome. No, I have no idea. What division? Division three. Now they, they, they were. Two. How could I not know that? Well, there were two when I was there. What's the mascot? Well, it used to be the Chiefs. Now it's the Pride. The Springfield Pride. Yeah, I mean, it's listen. There's more coaches that come out of Springfield College. Than any than any school in the country. Do they throw the ball more downfield than the Patriots? They, they actually run a wishbone. I'll tell you who's number two on my list. It's Mac Jones, number one today. Okay, but he might not play. I guess, but it's Juju Juju Smith Schuster. I want to see him in action in legit. Can you give me the depth chart action. for the receivers right now? This I is, love Parker at eleven at eleven fifty six. Can you give me Let's the depth chart? That. Let's okay. tease that. We got Red Sox pregame at twelve oh five. We'll be back with the depth chart next. Stretch, Ken and Curtis show. Brad going for Curtis. Another edition of the greatest rivalry in sports today coming up. 12.05 pregame, and it's brought to you by the Lexus Golden Opportunity Sales Event. Experience amazing at your uh, Lexus dealer. What's the poll? Oh, check the poll. I was going to run through our uh, Patriots uh, receiver depth chart. Oh, okay. real quick. You teased that. <laughs> Good. All right. Well, I mean, I, no, it's I a legit question. All right, thank you. Who is, the, who is the alpha in the Patriots receivers? And the answer is Devontae Parker, the guy that caught the oh, 40-plus-yard pass. That's so depressing. It was well, true. And he used to be good. He had, well, he had one good year. And I still believe in him. Why? Would you put Juju one? No, I just – you can name any every name. It's depressing. I mean, Hunter Henry is probably two, actually, it's if you just, consider him a receiver. It's like – well, this is – I come back to the Jets and Hard Knocks again. You know, they have, like, Garrett Wilson flying around. Like, what is happening? <laughs> like, yeah, what is no, happening? Every team in the division has an elite receiver. I know. And it's uh, it's not great. I'll tell <laughs> uh, you what's good. What's no, no, oh, you poll. Okay, the poll we put mm. up earlier, two hours ago. Which Boston team do you believe in more right now? The Patriots or the Red Sox? Predict. I think this is pretty uh, landed exactly where I thought. Patriots sixty three percent, Red Sox thirty seven percent. Yeah, we should have done neither and both as a as an opportunity. That's not really the question because neither would have been because we can't talk about that. neither. We're talking about right. these two teams. But it's reality. You can't ignore the fact that a lot of people out there believe in neither. I, but Joe Wild could I believe, change that. I believe today. in Joe Wild. I believe in Joe Wild. He'll get you sucked into another great rivalry. After a big win for the Red Sox yesterday, you got to admit that. They needed that one. They need mm. today as well. I tell you what, Joe wouldn't have forgotten what inning it was. He would not, <laughs> he would not have forgotten. That's why uh, he'll be uh, doing the call with Will the next <laughs> there, time. There, there you go. Joe Wild next on your Sox pregame. And thank you to Brian Frizzoco. Raffo, thank you. Next week, you back in? I Maybe. guess, sure. Enjoy Bachelor Weekend. See you. All right.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.